Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence. Achtung, achtung. Welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk with me, Al Murray and James Holland. James returned from parts foreign, um, uh, cooped up in his Wiltshire bunker. Um, yep. uh, you've been you've been you've been to the US to the archive, to Germany to their um, somewhat. Um, uh, uh, I mean, in a way, it, <laughs> but always it, a joy, always a joy. Yeah, but it's a sort of Sisyphean archive. It, it felt like that. that, that it's a very, or, very good word to describe it. It's yeah, a, yeah. There's a, the, the strange conund- riddle and conundrum to it. If you can't look at those files, yes, let me go and get them for you. You know, all that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so you, you can't photograph them if they're red, but they're all in red. Okay, well, photograph them then. <laughs> it's and, so peculiar. It really then, is very, very weird. And then you've been, you've been, but you've also, you've been to um, Italy. Well, Sicily and then Italy. So you crossed the Straits of Messina. Um, where, yes, been... I mean I have done that before, but I just I just wanted that kind of that sense of you know last time I did it we we literally hmm. it was to the British Army and we 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 crossed over to the um, not, not the whole British Army yeah it's a very small proportion of the British Army we went across and came straight back again yeah and it didn't really I wasn't really feeling it if I'm honest um, and then I had David Cole's book he was in the fifth div he was in the, in yeah. the second inner skillings and yeah. um, and he has this wonderful description of, of you know of having to climb up to this this village and this 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 up this kind of track and so I, I, I wanted to kind of, sort of do that same thing and look back yeah. and look back at the same view he had had yeah 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 uh, and it was you know it was absolutely one of the same place so it was rather amazing to kind of to, to, to see that and to say that so, you know it's like all about it's all about sense of scale isn't it I think mm. and you know trying to get that sense of just how close is is Sicily, and and just how difficult would it have been to kind of stop the Germans and the Italians in their tracks as they cross the straits? And the answer yeah. is, it would have been impossible. Um, <laughs> and anyone who goes there will see that absolutely, completely, immediately. But yeah. it is just simply impossible to stop them. Yeah. Um. And 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 to have a look at it, and you know, the, lots of sort of it was a beautiful evening. So you know, all the all the mountains had that kind of lovely blue, hazy, blue grey, hazy kind of yeah. sort of homeric kind of yeah kind of look to them which was um which was rather lovely and also i'd just never been into the toe of italy at all you know i've just never been there at all so did you go so, to toronto you went to toronto but we also went to um we also i was sort of quite closely following the the, the hasty peas you know the hastings of prince yeah. edward regiment and farley mowat and all the rest of it so we went to some of the places that they went to um and he talks about this sort of climbing up this cretanza um, and um, he talks about going up this this windy road and then suddenly seeing this this Italian kind of ambush waiting for them with a sort of 75 mm. millimeter anti tank gun, 
Yeah. I'm pretty certain I found it because, you know, he was talking about a hairpin. There was literally only one hairpin on this kind of route up. Yeah. And there was this sort of road cut out of a sort of, you know, gorge, and it was right on the lip of a, you know, and if I was going to place an, you know, an anti-tank gun ambush, that is certainly where I'd have put it. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure that was it. And so that was interesting. And then we went all the way along the southern coast of Calabria to Taranto, which was just fascinating. But I've got to say, southern coast of Italy, just don't bother. Really? Absolutely horrible. Really? Really gopping. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like one town, you know. Miserable all, town. All, we're all senza speranza, you know, all totally without hope. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was just really depressing. Kind well, of, I mean, of single the, the, road. The, just I mean, just is... one town after another, and they were just all awful. There was no charm to them at all. There was no that kind is... of... The, you know the poverty of the south and all that surely oh, rather than rather than yeah. um some some aesthetic life choices that have been made surely jim i'm sure that's true but it still yeah. was horrible God, you just wouldn't want to be there at all that's a i mean shame, it, but... it reminded me of sort of you know dark corners of tunisia really yeah really did really did i was really oh, really surprised because i thought oh god it's a lovely coastal road we're going to you know hugging the you know the the the, the arch of the foot yeah of the boot and um, not a bit of it. it. Was it was really hard work? It was a that's interesting. hard work ride that took forever. And that's interesting. You know, and then suddenly you're in this kind of haven of, of Toronto. Which well, is I was going to say, is, it, the, is the scenery beautiful apart from the dreadful towns? No. Right, that's interesting. <laughs> no, it's it's like something out of an Ennio Morricone, you know, out, out of a spaghetti western. It's really? Just, oh. Yeah, it's just really, really not attractive at all. It's not attractive countryside. It's not. And in fact, I eventually got to, we got to Crotone Airfield, which is where mm. Baki Steinhoff yes. goes to when yes. after he leaves Sicily. Yeah, and they bug out oh, of Sicily. Yeah, yeah. A, you know, I mean, that's another sort of sun-beaten, sun-blasted kind of eyesore that you just wouldn't really yeah. want to spend any time in. At really? All. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> really Cause, extraordinary. Because there is a, there, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I would imagine this is surprising a lot of people. Surely Southern Italy is all, you know, uh, La, Bella, La Bella Vita and all and all that, and it's... All nope. gorgeous and nope. but but no, <laughs> no. But uh, Toronto was lovely. It's I'll, give you, I'll give you that. <laughs> it's absolutely gopping. I also got. I went to Toronto. That was very very interesting, mm. uh, which was beautiful, um, and and it was fascinating to see how that all works as well. Because you've got yeah. this big harbour, but yes. then you've got these little islands, these two islands that sort of link. There's a kind of sort of another kind of sort of loop. Yeah. And behind these two little islands are these is this this kind of little I suppose lagoons almost. Mm. So the harbour is split into two bits. There's this sheltered bit on the other side of the island, and then there's the kind of bit that's facing out to the sea. Yeah. And when they did the attack in 1940, they were they were on both sides. The ships were on both sides. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I know, and you can see where they all you know, and see where they landed um, with slapstick. Yes. Um, uh, 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 yes. I mean. Slapstick is all the, the Paris, sort of... landing by land, you I know, know, landing know. By, it, by landing craft, yeah, yeah, or by ship, no landing craft. They all landed. Well, and on one the... of the one of the troop ships is sunk, and a load of guys are killed, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, it, uh, is it in fourth fourth power brigade? I think. Are yes, they, yes, um... exactly that. Yes, yeah, so yeah, they... fourth power brigade who are new to battle. Yes, who've been raised in Palestine from an Indian right. from bits and pieces of the Indian army. I mean, it's yes, they're, they're, they're absolutely extraordinary, and that that and they're yeah, their first their first action is. Uh, Slapstick and the and the one of the ships gets sunk and the, I think it's 150 guys are killed something like that isn't it? Uh yeah, it's not as many many. Uh, I, I, no, I think it's 150. Um, 
Yeah, maybe in total. I think it's sort of I think in total. 38. Right, right, okay. Something okay. like that, or 41 okay. barrels or something but, like I mean, that. Uh, but, uh, but did yeah, you that, go... was, that was really interesting. And you went all the way to Rome, right? Went all the way to Rome. But the other place we saw was we saw where Hopkinson was killed. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so he's going on a road just north of... So basically what they do is they then fan out on the 10th of... Yeah. And, and that accident happens, that, 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 that tragedy happens on, on the 10th of September, the day after. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of reinforcement ship coming in. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and it hits a mine as it's mooring alongside the... That's right, yeah. The, the, the thing. And um, and you can see exactly where all that, that took place. And then they fan out and they spread north. And, and the Fauschenjäger, who were protecting the um, Taranto, basically abandoned it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then move to the hills. And you can see exactly why they go where they go, because just north of Taranto, it's completely flat as board. And suddenly yeah. it kind of rises up into these little hills. Uh, and obviously they're going to be on the hill, with you know, the hilltop town, yeah. where they can look down over the flat bit. Uh, yeah. And that makes complete perfect sense. And Hopkinson is in the leading patrol with the 4th, 4th Battalion. Yes. Um, and runs into a machine gun ambush. Yep. Gets cut to pieces. Yes, insists on going forward and all that. Yeah, insists on going forward. I mean, you can't... can't out his bravery and all the rest of it, but 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 yeah. then it then it sort of goes flattens out again, you know. And all round Foggia, it's really really interesting because you've got the Gargano Peninsula, which is this little sort of looks like a kind of a bunion sort of sticking off the edge of the Adriatic coast, yeah. And that's really high. That's like a sort yeah. of massive mountain massive. But in between, it's just completely flat as a board, and, and so the Foggia airfield complex is actually thirteen airfields all around Bar, uh, around uh, around Foggia. Yeah, and one of them is at Bari, you know, which is seventy kilometers away or something. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from yeah, Foggia. Yeah. So, so when people talk about Foggia, they're not talking about Foggia, just Foggia, the town. They're talking all around it. But, but I went to I went to one, um, which was still an air force base and got told off. Yes, good. So you can't you can't photograph this. But, <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> Well, you know, Jim, I'm looking at some barbed wire, some wire fencing, and some huts. You know, if, no. if I want to look at it a bit more closely, I'll go on Google Earth. I mean, you know, it's just it's just absurd. Look, you've got to give people something to do, Jim. When you're the and this guy came off and he said, um, "Have you taken any photos?" I went, "No," and he said, "Because if you had, I'd have had to take your phone away from you." Is that what happened? <laughs> um, and I hadn't, as it happened, but um, why? But, I it, mean, it's, it's just bizarre. I mean, bizarre behaviour. It's almost like, you know, give an Italian a uniform and suddenly he's got to kind of impose himself. Yeah, yeah. Why, why on earth would you not allow photographs of the out, from the outside of an Air Force base? A, a military security, Jim. But what? <laughs> what security? Military security. I, you yeah, you know, well, I, I think, I think you, you're, uh, understanding the military mindset is possibly lacking there a little, Jim. <laughs> Anyway, it's I like then went the to Amendola, which was fascinating. I mean, it is, it is absolutely flat there. You're doing this because you're you're writing this casino book. Although, I mean, you were saying last night on our live stream, and by the way, if um, I don't know if you're aware of this, if you're a new a new listener, we have this Patreon. Uh, we have ways to make you talk Patreon where extra stuff goes up. And some of the extra stuff that's gone up lately is Jim's sort of photo diary. And I know <laughs> my video of, diary. I know photographs and videos of other people on holiday are possibly... Um, uh, the nearest thing to torture that exists without resorting to um, electrodes and but Jim's <laughs> basically Jim Jim Jim's been putting up his photos and his and his impressions of the places he's been in Italy yeah. and they're on our Patreon so if you want to see want to see what we're talking about those are all those are all there if you want to well I think I, I I totted up all my videos yesterday <laughs> I, t- I took seventy six yeah yeah 
So, but you, you know, were, but you were saying last point. night on the live stream, which is another thing our patrons and I, I know I suddenly sound like I'm doing some oh, hard sell, which I'm going to back off from in a minute. Um, um, basically, we 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 um, we discussed. Um, you're writing this book about casino, but what you're saying, what you were saying last night, is having been there and having looked at it all again, the battle has t- started to tower over the landscape of the entire campaign yep. in, in Italy in the in the winter of forty three into forty four and yep. into the spring of 44. And actually, the, the sheer effort of what's going on all over um, the, the, that part of the peninsula, if only just the setting stuff up. I mean, it's in a way, it sort of reminds me a little of um, the way that, you know, the, the Rhine crossing vastly sort of happens out of nowhere in some accounts. And, and um, yes. it, or in, you know, the sort of thumbnail sketch of the, Suddenly, the Allies are crossing the Rhine, and what they, in the meantime, they've been, you know, as as we know, they've been squaring off with Veritable and Blackcock and all this and all this stuff to square off the flanks and to tidy up the shoulder and all that sort of stuff before they go over the Rhine. And in a way, the casino battle sort of gets told a bit like has that sort of narrative prominence. The, the way the monastery does and leaves yes, out. They, they just seem to arrive there in sort of January 1944. That's, exactly the, that's sort of the, that's sort of the, the, the kind of the point I'm making. And, and the, I mean, if nothing else, if you're, if you're a sapper, um, that, that's a, a ghastly affront to the efforts that have been <laughs> yeah. go, going, going on since, since, <laughs> since landing on, on mainland Italy, you know, since coming from yeah. Sicily, that every single bridge river has to be bridged. Yeah, and, it really does, and and there's lots and lots of them because, of course, where you have mountains, you have, you rivers. have rivers. Yeah, and, and and in Italy, they're trying to get to the sea as quickly as possible, and that means basically going at, running at ninety degrees to the axis of the Allied advance. Yeah, and so that's the problem. So you just constantly got to, got to cross them. Yeah, uh, it's also an affront to anyone who's sort of dying crossing the Volturno. Well, or, of course, or I mean, dying uh, yeah. at Ortono or dying yeah. at Castel de Sangro or yeah. dying at some other. Godforsaken kind of hill in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you know, you are still struck. I think going going around Italy of just how remote certain parts are. Yeah. You know, you can go. I mean, whoever knew there was a there was a, a, a province called called Malise? Never knew. I mean, you know, really? the word of Tuscany and Umbria yeah. and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Lazio. Yeah, but there's Malise. Okay, so that's right in the middle. That's where Campo Basso is. Right. And then you've got a, a, a Bruzzo. Uh, yes. And you know, Abruzzo and Malise—they're just—they're just full of mountains and rivers and tiny towns yeah. that you've never heard yeah. of. And the, yeah. even now, the roads are really, yeah. really rough, really difficult um, to get to. Um, yeah. and, and some of these places—they're just—they're just absolute total backwaters. Yeah. Well, but this is so, this is southern Italy, isn't it? This is the this is the yeah, point. It still is. It? Yeah. Is that northern Italy? Is you know that that has never changed. Is that the north no. is. The north's rich, the middle's beautiful, and the south is hard done by. It's a sort of, um, you know, do people talk about the north-south divide in this country, but it's the other, you know, it's, I think, arguably more extreme in Italy. I mean, it's far more extreme in Italy. And, and, and Well, it's been fascinating. It's been really, really interesting. I mean, it, it was just so interesting to see such a huge and vast amount of different places yeah and such different landscapes and actually you know even you know going going from foggia you can you can see around foggia you can see the kind of the mountains in the distance whether it be the gargano peninsula yeah. or whether it be the Abruzzi mountains yeah you can see them but where you are is absolutely totally flat so you can see why yeah. it's a kind of strategic air force you know ideal setting yes yeah. which is why they spend so much time and effort setting up the 15th air force yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah. that all seems very sensible and, and completely logical. But you can also see, you know, where where you're kind of sort of following 
the lines of of of, of where the hasty peas went, for example. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just you just think, oh my god, you know what what are they doing here? I mean, yeah. it's just horrendous. But equally, you can also see why, you know, the first Falsenjäger division, for example, who were protecting Taranto, once 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 that's gone. They just clear north of the of the Foggia. Well, you know, well, they're not going to stick around on the Foggia Plain. No, um, you know, forget it. Go straight to the hills. So, so it, it looks like you're making quite a lot of ground. Yeah, but I have huge amount of sympathy for for the you know people who for, for Eighth Army for being criticised for being slow to catch up with Fifth Army. Yeah, because you know it's horrendous. Yeah, I mean, I t- I'll tell you what, what. What what while we're talking, what I've done is I've 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 gone to Google Maps and I've switched to terrain view, right. Mm. Um, because the the, yeah, the, map, can see it. the road map the road map view is you know does, does, doesn't help the terrain right. view is absolutely is absolutely extraordinary isn't um, it because uh, like you say Jim essentially the heel and then up basically up to, up to Foggia a termally on the coast there is essentially flat there's yeah. the, 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 it's quite uh, a lot termally it comes comes straight out the sea and it, it, it rises yeah. very sharply onto a yeah. kind of like a like a, a yeah. lip. And you've got uh, the you've got the Parco Nazionale di Gagano, you know, which is which is mountainous, yeah, um, by by Manfredonia, you know, but 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 to, to to the to the east of northeast of Foggia, but but from then on, it's all mountainous. The the, the mountains the mountains sort of, you know, um, mimic the shape of Italy, yes, um, uh, 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 almost completely. You know, Rome Rome is tucked tucked in a plain away from the in the, obviously in the floodplain of the Tiber um, beneath beneath the mountains so anywhere you want to get to that's of any um political importance and after all we've talked before in the podcast about about you you're capturing cities for political reasons political strategic reasons to to you know to you, you take a capital city you've you've defeated that you know, in theory you've defeated that country you know and it's the yeah. thing and the first thing we talked about before with Barbarossa about the Germans unable to decide whether their job is to, to capture the capture Moscow or to destroy the Red Army and how they get in a tangle about what the objective of Barbarossa is but you can see you can see when looking at Google Maps yes that the places you want to get to are all ringed with mountains so yeah what the, yeah yeah so what the hell are you supposed to do well you know, I mean uh, if you just if you tap in Sant apostrophe Elia e L I A. Yeah. It will come up with various options. And the one you want is Apianese. Yep. Okay, tap that in. in. Campo Bosso. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. The Campo yeah. Bosso. Okay, yeah. and then look at that on Google Earth. Okay. Deep. Yeah. That is 700 meters up. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting, the interesting thing. And it's just in the middle it. of nowhere. And the, and, the, you, and the hasty peas take that. Yeah, when you zoom up, or when you zoom out on that, you see the, you see the, the, the bigger mountains to the. To the um, east and, and north, uh, to the west and northwest, and yeah. you just sort of see the crinkle on the on the terrain map on, on on normal Google, but then but then like you say, when you actually see how tall those mountains are, how hill the, you know how how high those hills are, and also you could tell from the roads on the terrain map because they're all zigzagging and wriggling and wriggling that they're all going yeah. they're all going up hillsides the the way you have to that the, uh, I mean it. Obviously, we we think of Rome of of the Roman Empire as having delivered straight roads all over the world. Yeah. Well, Italy isn't yeah, yeah. full of Italy is not full of straight roads. <laughs> no. Well, it is around Latina, but that's well. Yeah, there are little bits. There are little bits where it is, uh, and and you know up the up the, up the main 
sort of passes and floodplains. So, so if you look at, you know, wh- where what's called the A1 now, which go which runs up to Rome from Naples, but even that, not on the coast, even that, you know, even that's high up, and that will have taken a great deal of effort to build. I mean, it's, it, it is really really interesting that 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 if you look at the map, the roads tell you what the just the the site. The pattern of the road tells you what the terrain's like. Yeah, completely. You know? Well, well, you look at that. You look at Santelia, and then you yeah. see that little lake. Yeah. Um, and, and the lake wasn't there. That's a that's a reservoir that's been created yeah. since uh, since war. And then you look just on the other side, on the right hand side, the eastern side of the lake, you can see a little place called Chilenza. Chilenza. Well, Chilen- yeah, 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 yeah. So that's captured by the Hasty Peas. Then they go down into the river valley, which is yeah. now a lake. They go up the other side. They get a place called Macchia Valfortore. Yeah. Um, which you can see. Then they get Santelia Apianese. Yeah. And I promise you that all of those involve massive climbs, then drops, then climbs again. And, yeah. and, and Santelia is this little village perched on this high plain, you know, just yeah. with views forever. Uh, and it's just so insignificant. It's, you, you, yeah. you know, the, the futility of what they're doing really... Yeah really comes home. You just think, why is anyone giving up their life for Santelia Rapianese, which is a perfectly yeah. respectable and nice place. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's not like being on the Calabrian coast or yeah. anything. Uh, but but it's it's so far from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a long way from Rome yeah. and their kind of but, ultimate but objective. Is, but this is the nature of the terrain though. It's, it's, is it's terrain, entirely yeah. defensible. The way you're going to come the, the way you're going to proceed is obvious. I mean that's the thing I find Sort of, you, you know, it's not a wide rolling. It's not this. I mean, what's what's really interesting about the Second World War um, and armor, for instance? In fact, I tell you what, let's take a break and we'll come back to this thought. We'll see you in a tick. Welcome back to We Have Ways to Make You Talk with me, Al Murray, and James Holland. Now, I was just about to have a. A sort of uh, have a you thought. You better power to go off on a, well, on a, well, on a big um, thought. Well, yes. I mean, um, obviously, the Allies are deploying armor in this in this battle. Um, the Germans yeah. are too, but not to, not to such an extent because they're resource poor, and and they you know they need their tanks and the in the kind of terrain that we think of tanks in wide open spaces and all that sort of stuff. And that's the interesting thing about about so much of the armored fighting that happens in the Second World War does not happen under. Charge conditions that, that the cavalrymen would prefer, does it? I mean, well, except in the first half of nineteen forty-two, but in, in in North Africa, yes, exactly. But <laughs> and that, but that's that's the very peculiar exception, isn't it? Yes. And after all, turns a load of people's heads as to what will they will still be yeah, possible yeah. with armor. And I think you know because if you if if you look at this if you look at this terrain, even with you know cavalry, it might actually be more use than. Um, armor in a way mm. is that you know because they resort to mules rather than trucks yeah, yeah. for getting up down these mountains it just seems so it seems this te- this territory seems so alien from some of the sort of highfalutin ideas about warfare that are, that, that, that 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 get applied to the conduct of the second world war you, you, you know what i mean why aren't the allies more dynamic with their armor in italy well because it's fucking impossible <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and the other thing is i think it's really interesting is, on, is like that French you know eighth army going up you know first 78th division and then yeah. followed by the canadians going up on the adriatic coast well their supply lines are quite long you know even coming yes. from sort of bari and brindisi that's yes it's, it's quite a long way and, and from toronto and all the rest of it yeah and the priority is building up the strategic air forces yeah. so 
you know, by the time that the Canadians are actually getting through the off the, over the River Morrow, for example, and actually into the little coastal town of Ortona, most of their battalions are already at 50%. So we always think, well, the difference between, you know, the, in the Italian campaign, you know, there might have been kind of 25 divisions against 25 divisions, but but Germans had kind of only 50%. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, that that cut both ways in yes. this, in a way that it doesn't in Northwest Europe. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even though the Northwestern European campaigns are always characterised by, oh, they're stuck with the mulberries and the and the supply lines are stretched, and you know that's the way that story gets told. Well, let me let me let me take you to Italy. Yes, <laughs> yes. you know exactly uh, because, uh, because all those supply lines are not only stretched by by, by physical distance; they're stretched by the, by as you point out the terrain. You know, which yeah, is just an yeah. absolute horror show. Yeah, and you, or you just look look at look at these. I mean, the thing is you. You know, if you know how to read a road map, you can tell that a wiggly road means you're going up and downhill. It's just, it's yes. it's as simple as that. And simple like I say, if you if on Google you do the layers thing where you put in the roads and the terrain, it's like, oh right, oh I see, I see, I see what the problem is now. And it and it and it's also, I mean, in, in a way, we look at the you look at the geography explains why the Roman Empire is a maritime. You know, it, it, they go north and they go around the Mediterranean by sea because Italy itself is a pain in the ass to, yeah. to get about. I mean, it's yeah. it's. It's really, really interesting this though, because, because, you know, Eighth Army have come from, uh, you know, uh, absolute calamity a year, a, a year and a half, you know, a year before, a year and yeah. a half before, you know, Tobruk falls on midsummer, twenty first of June, twenty first midsummer, of June. and mid-summer. and if you want, if you want to sort of, if you want to look at the year forty two as this sort of, you know, Janus feast, you know, you look, you look <laughs> back back to defeat, forward to victory, the fact that. Tobruk falls on on Midsummer's Day. It says so much, I think, for that that sort of you know schism in the year, and and the Eighth Army then get their act together, then um, uh, fight El Alamein, then go all the way to to um, Tunisia, then invade Sicily, then um, uh, invade Italy, the Italian mainland, and then are locked in this campaign. Ah, oh, yeah, but they're a bit slow. You know, to, to, to <laughs> yeah, this is a thing. I mean, if if I was if I was an, an Italian campaign soldier and someone said you're being a bit slow, I'd I'd punch them in the face. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I I really would. I mean, it's it's just it's it's such an insult. It, it really is because it's like, will you bloody well try it then? Yeah. You know, good luck with all those yeah. mines and those broken roads and those broken bridges, and and those windy roads which are just completely shot. And being shot at all the time and shelled all the time. I mean, you know, you have a crack then. Well, and see roads, if you can do it any faster. Roads that announce your arrival because they've got hairpin bends in them. You've got to of go course, around the hairpin of bend. Of course, of course, and you there know. is no alternative. And you know, you could see that when you were going on this. You know, the route that the the, um, the tanks went on their way into San Pietro in in in, um, in Fine. You know, you could you could see this road. You could see the the wall. Because it's cut inside of a mountain, so it's got a wall on one side, and it's got a drop on the other. Yeah, there is no room for manoeuvre. Yeah. You just can't. You can't do it. And you know, and I think I think the other thing is, and, and I think this sort of touches on what you were saying, is that also Eighth Army and indeed the Americans as well, Seventh Army and the, and the people that come from Seventh Army into Fifth Army, the whole Allies as a whole, that they're, they're now the, the tide has turned. Yeah, you know, nineteen forty three has been this big year. You know, the the war in the Atlantic's been yeah. won against the against the U boats. Um, there's been the disaster for the German forces on the Eastern Front. Um, Sicily's, you know, Tunisia's been won. This yeah. massive victory, yeah. um, huge victory. 
Then Sicily has been one with, you know, comparative ease. You know, it's been a bit of a slog because of the drain yeah. and the conditions, all the rest of it, and, you know, sto stoic defence by the Germans, but they've yeah. won it in, you know, 38 days or whatever. And then, then you get to Italy, and they've all been told that this is going to be a cake war, and they're going to be yeah. walking straight into Rome and Naples, and it'll be handed yeah. over, and it'll all be fine, and the Italians are going to come on their side, and it's all going to be great, and we're going to put up the air forces, and it's all going to be lickety-click. Yeah. And suddenly it starts to piss of rain, and, and everywhere they go is these tiny, you know, it's mountain after mountain after mountain, you know, absolutely appalling conditions. Yeah. Um, you don't know where the enemy are. You can't see all your advantages that you've been able to bring to bear. Suddenly can't. And, you know, is it any wonder morale takes a massive dent? Yeah. So I thought we were on the end game, and now we've got all this, and you know, and you get but, to the but, top of uh, you get so, to Santalia in, in Pianese, and you suddenly go, God, that, I've, I've got another eight hundred miles of this to do. Why is it that people have got the impression this is going to be a cakewalk? How has that idea um, got its boots on? Well, because, I, I, I think I've been a bit loose on that. I don't, I don't think they do think it's going to be a cakewalk, but I think, think one of the one of the premises at the high command level, yeah, is that Hitler's going to abandon. Um, Italy up to the Pisa Rimini line because they've yeah. intercepted some ultra decrypts to that yeah. effect. So there yeah. is a general kind of confidence that we've got them on the run. You know, they've scuttled back across the Straits of Messina. Yeah. You know, we've, we've had victory after victory. So you're judging by the, by what they've done previously. So, because in, yeah. in, in, in the end, they do leave Tunisia. In the end, they do leave, they do leave Sicily for all the talk of fighting to the last round. They yeah. do, they do bug out. Yeah. And there isn't there also. And this is the thing that that we, we, we've we've talked about before, and that sort of cut, that happens again and again in Allied thinking. Is you think, well, surely they can see the writings on the wall. Surely all that, yeah. Surely uh, uh, we'd give up if we were in this situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, we're, we're almost giving up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> exactly. And 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 there's that because the, I think what what you know there's that insight that Bradley has when he first comes to Tunisia, and he says, you know, the thing we've got wrong here. And, and he and he, it's, it's this is him reacting to what happens at Kasserine. He, he says the thing we got wrong here is we did our exercises with um, Louisiana maneuvers, you know, these massive mm. maneuvers the Americans do in forty one and forty two that are reported in the newspapers as if they're, as if they're battles. You know, they're, they're literally reported on like you know blue team wins. It's ex extraordinary where it sits in the American media, and and you know all of this we've got to remember all of this sits in the media everything that's happening in new mm. in new news media new mass news media um and uh bradley gets to tunisia and goes the thing with the mistake we've made is we've relied on umpires judgments as to when units are done or, or when units should quit yes 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 that's so um, interesting and 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 he says you know we're actually you know an umpire might might go you know might assess the situation go well this is the point at which the company commander ought to surrender but there might be a com company commander who goes, I ain't surrendering for nobody. And, and he said, yep. we didn't put that into our manoeuvres, so we've not put it into our training. So it's not gone into how we handle in battle. But that that speaks to an, uh, an expectation that when things get difficult, the smart thing to do is... is throw the town in. Throw the town in because you don't want to burn lives away. And just as you said earlier on, you know, you're in this village, why is anyone dying for this village? The, the, ra the reasonable assumption... If you're mm. the British and Americans, look at the and the and Duke forces is to, is to look at look at the Germans and go. Well, no one's going to no one no 19 year old from Hamburg is going to spend his blood on this village. Why would he? Yeah. You know, and why would his officers put him in that situation? And it, yeah. and it, again, it, it, it sometimes I think sometimes it comes to that simple, you know, mi misapprehension of 
what Nazism is about, yeah. what where the Germans have got themselves by this stage in the world, because they're getting more and more radicalised, obviously, yeah. partly by strategic bombing, partly by, um, uh, you know, you're in it, it the, the Germans are in a hole, so they decide to keep digging, you know, rather than, yeah, yeah. Rather than surrender. And I think that's probably why people get to Italy and think, that'll be okay. I'd quit if, if I were under this kind of pressure. I'd I'd throw in the towel because because the because the, you haven't also you haven't reached the the point of sort of allied despondence escalated despondency, which which you know which again we talked about with Tammy Davis Biddle that you get by nineteen forty four people are thinking oh for Christ's sake yeah this has to end yeah. throw the towel in for God's sake and that, yeah. that that's not quite there in forty three is it? It, it, it it that hasn't arrived but you do have this dip in morale because things are harder than. And it's interesting, isn't it? Is it where the sort of morale back, the morale goes wrong lower down, and then uh, and and then gets fixed, and then goes bad higher up later on in the war, yeah. which results in escalation. I mean, the sort of the the, the politics of late forty four, forty five, early forty five, where people think this will this war ever end, and the strategic thinking that goes into that, I think is all re- is really really interesting, and leads leads in the end to the atom bomb, I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I suppose that the other thing is, is just to say is, is that Sicily is a is a really tough place and brutal place in which to to fight. And there's lots of these yeah. sort of wide open valleys, and the you know for the, there's also lots of hills and mountain stuff. But the mountains aren't as you know there is nothing compared to kind of what you get in, in yeah. Italy. And I think the point point about about Sicily is is you can get to a peak and you can sort of see it. You can yeah. see your end goal. You can see Etna. Etna's the kind of sort of big beacon yeah. saying, "Okay, come to me, yeah. come to me." In Italy, you don't have that. You just you you. you You've got a big range of mountains in front of you. You get get across them. You get through them. You go through a gap. You know whatever. Yeah. You climb the scale the peaks. Then there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> and you've just got to do it all over again. When there's and, hundreds and all of the miles time you're of this. doing this, you're not yeah. making progress quick enough. Everyone knows you're not making progress quick enough. And it's raining, and it's yeah. really cold, and it's yeah. really miserable. And so your your capacity for for you know you're not getting much sleep. You're, you're you're feeling put upon. You know, everyone knows that this hasn't been quite as successful as as it might yeah. have been. So yeah. their morale's going down. Yeah. From a German point of view, your your motive is just to kind of hold them up as long as possible. Yeah. And that's relatively straightforward. Just, and that's relatively straightforward. Yeah. And you know what's behind you. And you know you're not going to really be going forward, so you don't have to worry about what's in front of you particularly. Yeah. So it's a different mindset for, for, for them than it is for, for, for the attackers. It's still miserable, don't get me wrong. But it's just – I just think attacking generally is just really hard. Well, um, because and, and it's really hard in that, in that environment. Yeah, it's really, really hard because you have to take the initiative. Um, uh, uh, the, defender, yeah. the defender doesn't doesn't need to bother with the initiative. You know, it's no, – um, it's just it, always it, got to do is just defend. It's just got to it, – yeah. And, and you know, um, and again, this, re- this sort of reflects into the – the last year of the war, the Germans have had an awful, you know, when people say everything's too slow, the Allied efforts too slow, Germans have had an awful lot of practice at dealing with defending, mm. uh, at defending. They've had an awful, awful lot of practice, the Allies coming at them, you know. Yeah. They, yeah. they know what to expect. They know how it's done. And one of the interesting things, obviously, is that in the last year of the war, the Allies do do progress and change and mix things up and find new ways of applying stuff. You know, they don't always proceed and attack with a barrage and all that sort of thing. They start, they have to tinker with it. Yeah, because because the Germans are doing the same thing, same way, and it works. 
I mean, it is this sort of thing that, that sort of armies dream of when they get to the wide open plain and they can just roll the other side up, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there aren't any. The Golden Valley just beyond. I mean, <laughs> exactly. that, but that's one of the tantalising things about Casino itself, where you you know you've got yes. you've got Monte Casino, this where the monastery is, the sort of end of the spur of this mountain chain, overlooking the Liri Valley, which looks like the sort of you know the Golden Eden beyond. Yeah. You know yeah. that the, the leads to Rome, and if only you can just get past this bit, you know it'll all be yeah. easy going, all the rest of it. But you know, I, I was also kind of really struck by following the thirty-six Texan division, yeah, and 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 you know, obviously that they're, they're famous for for what happened at the Bloody Rapido, crossing the yeah. Rapido and, and getting slaughtered over a couple of nights. And you know, what most people don't realise is that they are the first troops to land at Paestum on the Salerno yeah. landings. You know, yeah. so they got that. They get through that. Then they've got to sort of climb through, you know, through um, have that battle. And, and the Salerno battle is a significant engagement where lots yep. of people get killed and wounded. You know, yep. so th- th- that is, that's nothing, that's not a small skirmish. That's a major counterattack by the Germans and yep. is a really tough fight. But they win the day. So that's great. So then they push on. The next major obstacle is the River Volturno, which involves... Yep. A really difficult crossing because you've got these hills rising up. They're kind of, you know, I suppose they're mountains by by our standards, but they're they're kind of sort yes. of high hills, really. But then with very steep sides running down into the Volturno, so everyone, so the Germans on the other side can see you coming. Yeah, and where they cross, there's got quite, um, there's quite a sort of noticeable flood plain, plain that they've got to yeah. get across. Get across there. Then they've got to get up to um, push on up to the Bernhard line, which is about six yep. miles south of the Gustav line, which is the the famous casino one. Yeah. And a Bernhard line involves capturing the Mignano Gap, uh, Monte Samucro, yeah, um, the mountain village of San Pietro in Fine. Yeah. And it takes them, you know, a week in December 1943 to do that. By which time it's pouring with rain, it's completely miserable, yeah. and, and lots of people yeah. are getting killed. And, yeah. and and the, the and the famous I was there when they brought Captain Wasco down or whatever his name is. Yeah, the the the, the greatest of all Ernie Pyle dispatches. Yeah, is is from one of those. You know, that's from the Texans. Yeah, and and, and they finally take that. Then in January, they do the Rapido River crossing. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's it's well, not like well, they haven't they've had an easy ride to the Rapido. Yes, they're not. I mean, they're not box fresh for the Rapido, are they? It's, <laughs> no, it's, not at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, and what that all means, of course, is that they'll have they'll have had lots of replacements in the officers, mm-hmm. the, the officers, spine of officers who first landed, um, uh, will uh, at Salerno will have been chewed up. So yeah. you'll you, you you'll be the, the I mean, I think one of the interesting things that you've got to always bear in mind is people are in a permanent state of administrative adjustment and update, and arguably chaos. Is that is that you know, not, not you know. Obviously, you get replacement infantrymen coming in, or privates or whatever, ordinary sort of riflemen coming through. But the officers are also being replaced mm. all the time, and the senior NCOs, I expect, because that's that's who ends up, that's who tends to get killed or injured first. So you, you're always in a you 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 know. By the time they get to the Rapido, I, I mean, I don't I don't know, but but how many company commanders who came in at Salando are still alive or still present? How many battalion commanders or regimental commanders? You know what? 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 What actually has happened to that division? So it's all very well going. Oh, they. You know, when they get to the rapido, they get they get stitched up, and it's a terrible disaster. But maybe, 
they're not the same formation who landed in Salerno. It's this, this, well, they're this. absolutely not. They, they, they definitely aren't. Um, you know, they're in various iterations by that stage. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, the thing. And, the you know, there is also there is absolutely no question that the, the mistakes are made. You know, this sort yeah. of you know they, they don't use the armor and and yeah. there's all sorts of stuff that they they might have done differently. Yeah. And you know, is it is it any different from the Volturno? I mean, you know, and yeah. everyone, you know, the the you know. Third division, forty fifth, thirty fourth. They all managed to get across that. Okay, so yeah. you know, I, I think it was. I think it was 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 a combination of of the tragedy of the slaughter, the humiliation yeah. of not achieving it, and, and yeah. you know, I think I think the whole kind of pointing the finger at Mark Clark is is you know they're just looking for well, he's someone to wag that finger of anger yeah. and frustration at. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, which but, is but, which is but you know you is, look at you look at these mountains, you look at Monte Samucro, which is overshadowing. San Pietro in um, in Infine and and you know it's a flipping big mountain. Yeah, your access routes are terrible. Yeah, you know they're really really tough, really yeah. hard. You know there's 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 just no easy simple way of doing this. And I think one of the reasons why everyone gets so depressed in in the winter of 1943-44 is because they know that. They know that that you know yeah. the conditions are worse by the the rain and the snow and the, yeah. the cold and all the rest of it. But they also know that once they get past this, they've got yeah another one and another chain and another chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just relentless all the way up until the kind of Po Valley. You know, what, what, what's the what's the end goal here? What's the end point? Well, which is why, when the opportunity to take Rome comes up, <laughs> you do it because it feels like it feels you need a victory. It feels like you an do. end point. You feel it, it, you know. Um, yeah. uh, and and also this campaign is re, is about to get overshadowed um, yeah. I, I, inevitably. I mean, all yeah. you know, all, all of that in the mix. I think it's obviously that the the um, the the sort of it's interesting though, isn't it? Because the accusations of it of of everyone of it all being too slow and all that still still sort of hang in the air, don't they? They do, yeah. It's um, absurd, and it is it is absurd. It doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I'll tell you what was very interesting though was going all around the Anzio battlefield. That 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 is quite hard work now. That that that's right. that's the least rewarding bit because it's so changed. Right. You know, it was just this sort of vast open space. I mean, the the reason Aprilia is called called um is called the factory is because yeah. it's so small. They think it is a factory. Right. You know, when they look at it on the map, and it's a new town. It's only been opened by Mussolini in in uh, the model town. It's opened in in 1938. Right. So it's kind of brand spanking new, really, and yeah. it hasn't expanded, of course, because then the wars come along. Yeah. So it's literally just this sort of blot on the kind of you know in the flat landscape, and it looks from the maps and it looks from everything. It's it's more like a factory than anything else. So it gets known as the factory. The factory. Well, it's now right. it's absolutely you know there is there is no let up in the kind of you know conurbation between Anzio yeah, 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 and yeah. Duno and yeah. Aprilia and Cisterna and yeah. Latino and all the rest of it. It's just, it's just constant, and it's all been, you know, there's this famous thing called the called the overpass um, or the underpass, where you look at it, yeah. um, which is uh, which was um, over a railway line, and that yes. that structure is still there. Yeah, and in the photos from 1944, it's just this overpass in a kind of barren landscape, <laughs> and now it's just totally covered in in yeah. houses and garages. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Light industry and you know. Like yes, that's that. one of the before and afters you said. Where you said this one's tougher to you know, it's not 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 so good because it's it's changed so much. Yeah. Whereas Completely. all the the mountain villages are basically the, the same. same, aren't yeah. they? 
Yeah. And they've got cars in them now, larger cars. Yeah. They've got cars in them, but that's about it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, for that sort of eternal life, that eternal lifestyle, it would seem. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, the wonder really is why anyone lives there, though, because it's not an attractive part of Italy at all. Oh, you go there and write a novel, don't you? <laughs> well, there's yeah. <laughs> we did, I said what we did. Oh, not Enzio. No, I meant them in the, you know, like uh, it, up in the oh, hills. Oh, in the hills. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a different kettle of fish. But, yeah. um, um, what was really interesting is we we found this. Um, um, I, I tell you, he was completely brilliant. Um, Paul Reed, mm. oh, really? at some court. Oh, brilliant! Ah, oh, Paul's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he was completely fantastic. I hadn't appreciated his father was at Anzio, and he yeah. sent me his father's account, which was just fascinating. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. And um, and anyway, I said, you know, where are the best places to see the wadis and all this sort of stuff? And he came back with all sorts of lists. And he said, you must go to this place. And so I kind of um, I, I went into the I went went to it. It was this tiny little windy windy road, mm. absolutely nothing on it. It was a sort of an abandoned hazelnut plantation. Right. And just look overlooking the hazelnut plantation, it was this little kind of little square on, on the of grass and a and a round stone with an inscription on, and then a single olive tree coming out of it. Yeah, and that was created by Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. Really, for his dad, really? Eric Fletcher Waters, right. who had been a conscientious objector. Yeah, um, at the beginning of the war, and a co- in the Communist Party, and was yeah. you know really really left wing and everything, and then then decided as a war progressed that actually, you know, what he needed to do was stand up and fight against Nazism and all the rest of yeah. it, and fascism. So he joined up, um, ended up ended up at Anzio. And got there just a few days before the um, um, uh, fish fang operation, fish fang, which was the German yeah. counterattack. And and he was just straight in the firing line of the of the of the German counterattack, you know, which right. was we included Tiger tanks and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And he was killed, and his 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 body was never identified. Right. Gosh, I didn't. And know that. Um, suddenly, you kind of start to understand the wall a little bit better. Yeah, 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 you know, and all yeah. that Pink Floyd stuff that they're yeah. doing. You know. Yeah, oh, fascinating. Where's that? It's at, well, it's in the Anzio Bridgehead, but it's um, it's 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 in what's known as the Wadis. It's this really weird thing because so you have this bit. It's all pretty flat, and then suddenly yeah. you've got this bit of really weird, tight undulations. Yeah, and so from a kind of you know, if you're on the plateau, it looks completely flat still, but it isn't. Yeah. And there's all these little little very narrow. And quite steep, not terribly deep, you know, sort of 20, 30 feet deep. Yeah. Lots of tunnels and waterways. Interesting. That sort of look, look like sort of roots of a branch. Yeah. They're all in this this one particular area. And that's where the British part are. That's where the, where the British are. Oh, right. Okay. And, and and they're facing kind of up towards the Auburn Hills. Yeah. In, in, and, and that's the road from Campo Leone through to Aprilia, the factory, and then further mm. south run straight into the wadi system which right. is where all the british are and, right. and, and the leading elements just get completely overrun by this yep. but then then do kind of hold out and and eric fletcher waters who is roger waters yeah. father is one of the one of the casualties in that and, oh. and when you hear about british accounts of anzio it's re- that's really what they're talking about is, is that counterattack in february yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which only lasts a kind of a few days yeah and um, and is held and uh, and and that, that kind of, sort of trench warfare because of the wadis are like trenches. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I can see it on the terrain map now. Yeah, it's really it really out. interesting. Yeah. And he sent yeah. me this fantastic photograph of the, of of taken of the day, you know, from right. the day uh, of the oh, wadi wow. system. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. 
So Excellent. I was very grateful to him. And um, and it was fascinating to see because, of course, you know, I kind of knew about Roger Waters and his kind of yeah. obsession with the Second World War and everything, but I just... Mm. Oh, excellent. Well, I think but Jim, I we've, the story. I think we've 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 uh, we've probably uh, done we've your preached. holiday snaps now, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We must uh, just we must talk about your 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 um, Red Army conundrum oh, next time. Uh, we we'll do that next we'll time. We'll talk about that next time. Which talk is about the, that next time. I, I just, but I, Jeremy, I, are you the book going well and everything? Oh, it seems to be. Yes, we've some very nice a very nice signing on Saturday in Sheffield. Got more this week. I'm in Ipswich on Thursday, then Waterstones at one o'clock on Friday. Great. Um, in in Northampton, Brilliant. and then Crew on Excellent. Saturday at, at uh, three thirty, I think, and then Fantastic. Woking on Sunday. Nice. At, uh, yeah, at three thirty. So we're, we're yes. I'll be glad handling any independent company member who wants to say hello. Um, yep. I'm not doing drawings though. We've established that. No um, cricket pitches, no spitfires, <laughs> no spitfires, no Sherman tanks, no cricket pitches, no Sherman tanks. You're a good draftsman, Jim. I can't draw to save my life. So, um, uh, <laughs> you know, we've all got to play to our strengths. I did write a lot of bring up the Piats when I was at Coles. It was to bring yeah. up the Piat and Achtung Achtung that were in yeah. that were in direct competition with each other. And I had to explain to one of the women in the <laughs> in Coles who was helping this lovely um, uh, uh, woman from Panama what a Piat was, and. Um, Independent <laughs> company members and fans of this podcast will recognise the glazing over that occurred <laughs> during that explanation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I need to perfect a, a peer drawing. I, could, I did a I did a Sherman on um, on mm. Sunday in Berwick on Tweed, and oh, well um, done. I, I didn't feel it was quite up to my normal standards. <laughs> out <laughs> of practice it's funny excellent okay well thanks everyone for listening um we have got some um uh some stuff coming for you in the form of uh, uh podcasts about el alamein yes yes uh, alamein week next week alamein week next week which we've got to record this week so we'll be iced out on that um thank you very much for listening we will see you all again very soon cheerio cheerio